previously on Ars Paradoxica. And that is how I badgered Roberts into letting me come with her on a work trip. Are you sure you can take care of yourself while I'm gone? I'll be fine. You won't even notice I'm gone. What the hell? Dr. Nikhil Sharma, at your service, and, and at your mercy as well. We should get some sleep. We'll have to drive back tomorrow. A small road trip of sorts. Oda sent me here to kill you, but I'm here to bring you back with me. <laughs> Bullshit. Sally, I said step aside. With me, will you shut the hell up? Sally? Nikhil, just hold on, okay? How are you, really? I think I might be done with Odar. What if there was something that you could do, Petra? I signed my resignation letter eight minutes ago. My position for Esther's life. And an agreement that I go off somewhere deep into the wilderness and never return. If I turn that transmitter back on, the superpowers go to war. Maybe Chet doesn't get to keep his fancy communications nexus when using it is going to lead to the end of the world. So, you are listening to the Archive. Just about every single tape that's crossed my desk from 1943 to 1993. I've got discarded pasts, unrealized futures, and messy presents. All I have to do is finish this recording. station and push it up next to a pump. Sally, I, I think you can take it from here. Oh, no, you don't. You're pushing this ding-dang car with me to the bitter end. But my arms hurt. And my legs. Well, maybe we'd have more gas in this lemon if you didn't need us to pull into every tourist trap along the way. You wanted a road trip? Here it is. Fine. Fine. You know, you, the... There's no better road trip bonding exercise than some good old-fashioned manual labor. Oh, I'm gonna regret this trip, aren't I? Hi, yes. Hello, don't mind us, just pushing through. Oh. That is all the exercise I'll need until we get to point of exile. Maybe even a little while after. Tell me about it. I'm sorry I only fixed your gas line after half the tank leaked out. Road tripping half across the U.S. with a stranger from the future is brave of you, I'll admit. You're gonna murder me on this trip, huh? Hardly. I would have taken my chance last night. <laughs> Aha! So that was your master plan. Seduce me and then murder me in cold blood. No, I... I, I am... I'm, I'm sorry about last night. I was, I was forward and... No worries, Charmant. To be honest, I, I don't get that a lot. It's just... A little surprising when I do. A lady like you doesn't get much attention? That's, I mean, that too, but more like I don't seek it out much. Or ever. Oh, Sally, I'm, I'm, I'm mortified. I, I completely misread that. I thought you might have been interested in... Nah, I'm, I'm ace. It's, and I literally could not stress this enough, it's nothing personal. I'm sure you must clean up back in 20... 20- Like I said, not much left for me there. 
No one left either, huh? Well, uh, there was someone. You left someone to come all the way back here? Okay, I gotta know that story. I no, no, it's 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 okay. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Last night you were all, Doctor Grissom. Let me give your recorder a break, and and I shot you down. Like, what else have you got to lose? Look, this is embarrassing. I've I've just met you, and this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, there's no better bonding exercise. All right. <sighs> All right. There's another field agent back in Oda headquarters. I only really started getting to know him just before getting sent back here. Him? Is that a problem? No, just, um, it's been a while. You're definitely from the 21st century. Do you miss him? I do. He's the one who showed me who you were, actually. That much you do remember, but your mission from the future Odar... Um, the part is still um, hazy. Yeah, sure it is. Diary of Sally Grissom, June 5th, 1953. Not much happening today. Just playing back some old tapes. I'm supposed to talk to someone when I get like this, but... Seeing as Dr. Fitzgerald is the only licensed mental health professional in this two-horse town, and like, <laughs> no thank you. These tapes are all I've got, so... Wickman resigned last week. But not just resigned, he's pretty much retired. I don't think he'll ever be happy working anywhere else. It's like, all the light left his eyes when he stepped down. I mean, what? what's Wickman without Odar? I don't think even he knows. The way he walked out of there that day? Oof, it was bummer town. Oh yeah, guess where he's staying? Ida's old house. He insists it's temporary till he finds some place to go. That's right, from petty officer to most powerful man in the world to my next door neighbor. Living out the rest of his days doing... What, exactly? Whatever it is. I hope he takes his time with it. I think the higher-ups are just happy to have him out of their hair while they look for a replacement. I doubt he's staying out of it, though. I haven't exactly brought him a new neighbor custard since he moved in. He just looks sick whenever I see him running in the morning. I figured he wanted space, but high time I said hello, right? I should check on him. I'll bring over a, a, a get-well soup with some, with some carrots from the garden. Not to mention he was basically forced to resign at the worst possible time for Odar. Why he did, I, I think only Amelia knows. Which I can understand, but we're under attack on all fronts. We might have caught Cornish and I guess Ida, but we still haven't found Vasilyevich. And of course, there's the whole Black Room farewell tour with an audience of one, me. Partridge's tape got me on this melancholy nostalgia kick anyway. I mean, to think he's just gone. I mean, technically he was already long gone, he lived out the rest of his days at a fixed point outside of time a decade ago, but it's hard to know that you heard the last of him. I still haven't decided if I'm going to break it to Odar. I know he said he saved us all without owing anything to us, but knowing him, part of me thinks he'd still want everyone to know he saved us. Did he, though? 
Partridge said he shut down a transfer of our files to the Soviets from a mole. But they still got a timepiece. Even if they didn't get everything they wanted, there's literally, not figuratively, an infinite amount of things they can mess with. Not the least of which is, they can come back and take what they want, and we might not even see it happening. Chambers said they were after the records of the plasticity experiments, the whole process that made Petra and the rest of them. And now that Roberts has vowed never to let that happen, our records on them are apocryphal at best. Only whatever we could get from the Black Room before this whole fiasco started. Or whatever Petra knows. I'm actually surprised they haven't... I don't know, come for her or something. Now that I think about it, there are even easier targets, if that's what Russia's after. We haven't heard from the Anchorites since they ran off. It's been this sort of unspoken truce, but that also means we wouldn't know if something happened to them. If the Soviets came for them, I'm sure Carmen and Maggie Elborn could make up for some of the knowledge we don't have. Hell, even the good family Barla would be worth taking a look at. Jeez, I... Oh, I really hope they're okay. Sometimes I wonder what Barlow and Quigley are up to. Did they just drive off into the sunset? Live their best lives? Did they say, fuck causality, fuck the laws of time, fuck whatever we remember, let's just live how we want to live now? I'm glad they got away, for as long as they could. Not all of us were meant for it, after all. At least I'm alive. <sighs> Diary of Sally Grissom, November 1st, 1949. We'll be in point of exile in the morning. If everything goes according to plan, tomorrow I'll be home. Actually home, like real home. Just like in the road trip movies. I'm gonna miss everyone. You've made friends here. I mean, of course they're my friends. Like, I like them. They're very, um, competent, good people working for a good cause, but... You know, when you think of, like, best friends, don't you picture people you're excited to see? People you can confide in, make you feel good about yourself? No one's like that here. Everyone here, I mean, they're my friends, but I wonder if it's because they're also all I've got? I care about them a lot, but I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's not what I picture when you say friends. You made do with what you had. I'm like you, I guess. There wasn't much back for me in 20... Like, at least you had a boyfriend. Mateo sounds adorable, by the way. He is. But, like, you and I, like, we haven't, you know, like, done anything. Yes, no, please keep reminding me. <laughs> but, but, but we're still friends, right? Like, I think that this all counts for something. I don't know. We've only been together a short time, but, like, I've had fun with you, Sharma. Oh, I love you too, Sally. Oh, I, I, come on, I was... I'm trying to be serious here. I'm, I'm saying... Friendships are just as meaningful as romance. I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, I wish people saw that more. But then again, I love makes you do crazy things. Have I told you about Partridge? Whew, man, what a mess. Even Jack Wyatt running off with Pennywise? Like, am I, am I ever going to care about someone that much? Of course. Well, definitely that much, but maybe just not that way. You can still love someone without, you know, loving them. Haha. <laughs> did you, 
Did you tell Mateo you loved him? It did. Doesn't make it any easier being apart. Hey, what do you have there? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Partridge had one of those. A targeted broadcast identifier. We used it to track tachyon emissions. No, it's nothing really. You don't want to know. Okay, now I definitely want to know. Okay, uh, it's similar to what you described. This is a location regulator. I used it to keep my timepiece's geolocator accurate over long series of jumps. Your timepiece that's defunct in the ocean now, gathering barnacles and getting picked at by fish, probably? Yes, thank you. That <laughs> one. I just... I thought maybe I could repurpose this piece somehow. Oh. Any luck? No, sadly. Then why is it sounding off? I don't know. They're, they are more sensitive in our time. I mean, they can pick up stray tachyon emissions within 20 tera electron volts of center. No interference or anything. Ah, so just like Partridge's broadcast identifier. For, like, cosmic tachyonic background radiation. Here and there, yes, but really it's negligible. Nothing for us out here but black night and endless highway. It's spooky if you think about it too long. Probably for the best. Even spookier would be if out here in the dark we picked out some kind of like ghost radio station sending out tachyon emissions. I'd like that, actually. I mean, don't get me wrong. It does get lonely out here. Yeah. But part of me thought... Maybe this is where I'm meant to be? I mean, not meant, like some kind of divine purpose, but this is where I'd be useful. This was where I could do something great. And sure, if people ended up liking me for it too, I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't be so bad. You don't think they appreciate you? Well, they know I'm useful. That much is for sure. Yeah, and they know you're smart. Which I already know. All I'm saying is... Whether I go back to the future with you or just back to point of exile, like, I wonder if it's all kind of the same? Like, just more and more, hello, how do you do's, day after day? No, hey, you'll have me. And yes, if you're wondering if we can be, how do they say it, uh, uh, BFFs, right? <laughs> after a few days on a road trip, the answer is yes. All right. Enough, you win. I'm going back with you. You know, for what it's worth... You're considered a legend back in my version of our time. <laughs> I don't feel legendary. Do I... Do I end up doing something more than just accidentally inventing time travel? Spoiler, spoiler. Damn it! You're considered a legend back in my version of our time. <laughs> I invented freaking I time travel. What the hell else am I going to do that's legendary? First Wyatt, then Partridge... Then Nikhil, now Wickman, all, all these lonely, brilliant men vanishing into the margins of history because of me. I couldn't save one of them. No, and I've still got Wickman, and I'm not going to lose him. Petra? Sally. What are you doing at Wickman's place? Leaving. Have a good one. Sally? Is that you? Hey, Wickman. 
How's it? Jeez, Wickman, you look terrible. I'm fine. I just... <laughs> well, you're bound to catch a cold sooner or later, running around so early in the morning. What do you need, Sally? I don't know. Wanted to uh, check how retirement was going. I appreciate the concern, but I can handle a little head cold on my own. Anything else? Yeah. I'd like you to fill me in on your last play at Odar before you leave town. Give me a little credit, Wickman. I know you a bit better than that. Sally, I'm, I'm just a civilian now, really. And I'm supposed to believe that transition has been just blissful and restful and absolutely no temptation to keep working even as a civilian? I meant that you don't have to call me Wickman. Yes, I do. You clearly don't know me very well. I'm just Chet now. I never call people by their first names. Yes, you do. Who? Oh, <coughs> Nikhil. And me, and Esther, sometimes. When I'm mad, like calling a kid by their middle name, I guess. And yes, since you so gingerly asked, I've managed to make use of all this time I suddenly have. I stayed up a few too many nights and caught a runny nose, but... <coughs> So what are you working on? Who do you think is going to replace you? What's your plan to track down the Sally, Soviet- Sally, that's really none of my How concern. the hell do they have a timepiece? You're going to expect Odar to just keep running as normal while they can overwrite all of our work? Will you keep your voice down? Even if everyone knows about the Soviets by now, what, what can a civilian like me do about it? I'm telling you, it will get worse if you don't get help. And I mean help tracking down the Soviet spies, <laughs> but also- <coughs> But also help with that. Wickman. You're coughing up blood. Are you seeing someone for that? I will, later. We've got the best doctors in the country, Sally, which means we've got the best doctors in the world. I think I'll, I think I'll manage. So you admit you've been putting it off because you're, what? Playing crosswords? Sitting on your porch in a rocking chair with a gun? Why won't you just admit you're still on the hunt and making yourself sick while you're at it? What do you want me to do, Sally? Ask the black room if there's a cure for the common cold? <laughs> Don't bother. I'd probably get better answers from a magic eight ball. Outlook, not so good. Better not tell you now. Reply hazy. Try again. All more substantive answers than we've gotten from him. Are you saying the black room wasn't just Partridge shaking a magic eight ball to begin with? <laughs> uh, serious, seriously, though. Partridge was a lifeline. We have to prepare ourselves to uh, never hear from him again. Maybe. That ship sailed a long while back, Sally. I don't work at Odar anymore, after all. Let whomever they hire to replace me solve that mystery. Wickman, can you look me right in the eyes and seriously tell me you're not... I don't know, figuring out how to take over Odar again or keep it running behind the scenes? Sally, I swear to you, I am not. And you don't work for me anymore, so I'm really looking forward to not putting up with... No offense, but... Well, all of your shenanigans. Ouch. And here I thought we were going to be neighbors. I knew when I was going to be done with this job. I have a place to go and a plan to get there. I'm almost recovered and I'll be gone any minute. And then what? I'll just never see you again? <laughs> I, I figured you'd be thrilled. What else do you need from me, Sally? I don't know. I thought like maybe when you were done playing God, I could actually relate to you as, well, a regular human person or something. You wanted to be friends? I just thought you could finally tell me things that maybe you couldn't. Like, there's still so much I don't know about you. Like, why you've had an eye patch all these years. Seriously. 
You look like some Bond villain, which, I mean, given the job is kind of a look, I'll admit, but like, did you poke your eye out or something? I'm never explaining the eye patch, Sally. It's for your own good. How that's even the case is ridiculous enough to drive me crazy. Sally, I can't just turn around and be your best friend, all right? We had a nice time during the lockdown, but that was just... It's not how things are between us. There's just too much history for that, and I think you and I disagree on too many things. I'm never going to be to you what Sharma was, okay? So don't, don't force it. Wow. Turns out you're a jerk even without the job. Fine. Have a good life, Wickman. And eat this goddamn soup! Wondering what you were carrying that whole time. And then he told me, I'm never gonna be what Sharma was to you. That's how he decided to leave things. Before he left for good to God knows where. He didn't even give me back my soup pot. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah, that's just awful. Really, Roberts? Sorry, I'm just trying to concentrate. I've only been back a week and I'm already swimming in work to catch up on. I can't talk to even one person. Sally, of course you can talk to me. What does it say when I kind of miss your visits back in the old days when all you wanted was to play cards slash spy on me? At least you paid attention then. Sally, I am paying attention now. I just also have a job to do. We can't just hop in a car and go on some road trip right now like gal pals. <sighs> That's low. You too, Roberts? Wait, no, I didn't you mean- You did I... mean that kind of road trip. Not off the top of my head, I didn't, but- that's not wrong. What are you talking about? I know you think about him, that's all. Sorry for caring about my friends. You knew him for what, a matter of days? Hours? But you ditched me in New York to travel across the country with him. And when you got back, you were ready to burn this whole thing down and build another anchor point. Whatever kind of very brief, very intense friendship you had with Sharma, it's more than we can wrap our minds around, Sally. It's just damn hard to give you what you want. That's all Chet was probably trying to say, too. Roberts, if I could be totally honest, you haven't been good to me. I know, and I'm sorry. Uh, I... Let me finish. You haven't been good to me, but you're all I've got here. You're kind of my... Best friend? Very good friend, for better or worse. If it sounds like you're hurt, of course I'm going to come help. I'm glad you can call me a friend, Sally. You know, the night of the incident at the prison, the doctor said if you had come even a few minutes later, I probably wouldn't even be speaking to you right now. I heard. I mean, those few minutes mean everything. Trust me, I know. I watched Nikhil die in my arms. Listen, we've been through a lot together, and I want to keep you as a friend, but if we're going to make this work, I really think we need to lay down some ground rules, okay? Okay. Number one, you don't use me. That's just not something friends do, okay? I don't care how much the fate of the universe rests on some Machiavellian gambit you've got up your sleeve. You tell me up front what you want and need from me, got it? Fair enough. And, and addendum, don't use other people. No more using Petra for her plasticity. And you never, ever sign off in the plasticity experiments. Leave the kids alone, okay? I feel like I've made it pretty clear I'm against that, but that's less up to me now and more up to the new director at this point. But easy enough to agree to for now. Number two, 
I might work for you, but you used to work for me too. We are friends first. You don't order me around. Capiche? I mean, on paper, I'm still gonna have to be your boss. I but... said capiche! Okay, fine. Number three. We actually spend time together and talk about things. As friends, not at work. Like, once a week, at least. You're a demanding friend, Sally. You're just not used to having a real one, Roberts. That stings, but seeing how the ethics investigation went, I can't contest it. I'm sorry how that played out. I wish I- I don't have time to agonize over it. I have more important stuff to do. Like? Keeping the world spinning, Sally. (laughs) That's my Roberts. Cards this weekend? I'm not sure. We're gonna have a new director any minute, and- No worries. I got it. Not like we're gal pals or anything. I'll leave you to it. You can come in now. Never using me for my plasticity again, huh? That's rich. Petra, I promise you this really will be the last time I ask you to time travel. Ever. But you still want to keep that from Sally. I figured you would want to save him. I do. I... I don't understand why you would. Sharma is our only resource from a future where a Soviet equivalent to Odar exists. He may be the only one with any intel on how to stop them. Short of the Black Room, which we don't seem to have anymore. Sally, of all people, would want him back too. We can't tell Sally about this. Why? Because she'll get butterfly syndrome? Can't relate. Sorry. In Sally's memory, Sharma has died. If we change that, we overwrite everything that's led to who she is now. How am I going to save him, then? First of all, you need to let him get shot. Sally needs to hold him in her arms. She was just telling me about what that felt like. That memory has to stay, but that would mean that he dies. So when Sally gets escorted out, I'll only have a few seconds to come in on the scene and try to revive him? Well, Chet's still going to be there by the body, and he'll probably try to attack you, too. Somehow, I doubt he'll miss. He won't. He practices. You'll have to disarm him somehow. (laughs) I already figured that part out. Really? How? Don't worry about it. What's next? I I would really prefer to know. Esther, I got this. And if you need me, you can't twist my arm on it. Fine. Well, if you somehow survive the bullet... That probably only buys me a few more seconds to explain what's going on. You'll have to get his trust quickly if you don't want him to fire again. Chet's kind of notoriously stubborn if you haven't noticed. I know, it'd be nigh on impossible to convince him, unless... The only person Chet would believe in the heat of the moment is Chet. If we can convince present Chet to send a message with you back to past Chet, something only he would recognize... He'd have to believe it's an order from his future self. Exactly. Can you get that from him? Can't you? Well, he's left point of exile, and I can't have my hands anywhere near this operation. We're under watch as it is, and I'm going to have new supervision any moment. I I might already. So the only way to talk to him now would be... (sighs) Time travel. Yes. I promise this will be the last time I make you time travel, Petra. Ever. Just (laughs) also maybe a handful of other times on top of that. And then you're done, I swear. I expect a sizable payday. Well, that was fast. What was his message? Something dumb. Are we doing this or what? You'll need to save him, but you can't come back to Odar with him. At least not until the present. Can you keep him at a safe house somewhere? (sighs) I've got it all figured out. If everything goes according to plan, Nikhil Sharma and I will be alive and well. Here we go. Wait, 
Petra, why are you pointing a gun at the timepiece? Oh my god! I said I've got this. See ya. Sally? Wickman, please! Some road trip, huh? Nikhil, Nikhil, stay with me! At least you're home. Wickman! Why are you just standing there? Move! Come on! Nikhil! Nikhil, come on, stay with me. Don't fall asleep. Stay with me. Nikhil! Come on! Get her out of here. I said call a medic! And you call guards on me! Get off me! Go to hell! Wigman! Ah! Oh, my eye! Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, who the frick are you? The lady who uh, took your eye out. Uh, All right, I'll admit it, I'm not that sorry. Why, you? The weather in Tulsa today is wildfires. What? Stand down, Director Wickman. That's an order from you in the future. And if you point that thing at me again, you're going to lose more than your eye. Get a medic in here! Oh, now you call for one? Leave Chet alone. He'll be fine. This man here needs your help. Help me! Chet. Uh, do, do what she says. Help me save this guy. Come in. Director Lamartine, looks like you've settled in nicely. I have. Thank you, Dr. Roberts. Have a seat. I understand this must be a difficult transition. From what I understand, you and former Director Wickman shared a great deal of trust. Uh, um, not exactly. Well, sometimes. Well, I hope in time you can come to trust my leadership as well. Rest assured, I trust in your leadership. Dr. Roberts. Can I call you Esther? Yes, that's fine. Esther, I understand working here at ODAR makes you play your cards very close to your chest, but I genuinely do want us to work together. And that means earning your trust, not just asking it of you. I appreciate that. Which, of course, takes time. But until then, know that we'll protect you. That trial they put you through, things like that won't happen on my watch. Thank you. I'm sure you understand why that's a little hard to believe, given that the people who just tried me appointed my new supervisor. Mm. Trust that I know quite a few things about how ODAR works already. Of course, we've handed over most of our documentation to the federal- That's not what I mean. Yes, here in this time I was assigned the position of director from the federal government just this week. But in reality, I have in fact occupied that position for quite a bit longer. Oh, since, um, since when? (laughs) I first took office back in 20... Why would you come back here? By your own orders, actually. There came a time when Odar was rudderless, and you desperately needed help that only a representative from the future could lend. But I decided to arrive before the situation really deteriorates. That is to say, now. After all, we can't have outsiders running things around here now, can we? Uh, of course not. Then we are agreed. Under my leadership, I can assure you that will never happen. I'm glad to hear it. Now. Might a certain Sally Grissom stick out as a notable employee of yours? Um, yes, I have worked with her from time to time. Esther, please. Well, if you already know, then why do you ask? Trust. It's all about trust. Dr. Roberts, I think you and I will accomplish great things together. You've done spectacularly making ODAR into what it is, and I look forward to showing you what it will be. I'd like to see her. Send her to me. 
Of course. Right away, Director Lamartine. Please, call me Tanya. Roberts, are you going to tell me what's going on? Sally, get in the goddamn car and stop making noise. I feel like I'm being smuggled out of here. Hey, you wanted that road trip, right? Here we are, just us girls. Roberts, this is really heckin' weird. Oh, of course, I could never be the buddy you always wanted. Only Nikhil Sharma would do, right? Guess what? He can join us, too. Roberts, you're not making any sense. Nikhil died. Except he didn't. I don't know what you're getting at, but I held him in my arms in his last moments. In his almost last moments. We sort of revived him. What? Don't even joke about this with me, Roberts. I know, it sounds unbelievable. So that... that's where we're going? You're taking me to him? I wasn't ever planning to, but now, well, I have to. It's the only safe place I know of. Why would you keep him from me all this time, and, and why take me to him now? Well... The new director? I think it's the woman who sent him from future Odar to kill you. Wait, that was her? What is she- I need time to make her see reason and not have her kill the both of us on sight. And I'm gonna need your help smoothing all this over so I'm spilling the bean can early, okay? Yes, Nikhil's alive and he's working with us, and now you never again get to say I wasn't a good friend to you. Now can you just let me think for a moment? And I wonder what the Russian version of Odar is called. Nikhil's from the future, he would know. Maybe I can ask him, because I can do that now. He freaking cheated death. I mean, there's so much I want to ask him. Oh, it still doesn't feel real. We have Nikhil, here, in Odar, on our team. Or we will soon. Robert told me to wait here while she disarms the path to the safe house. Oh, can you picture Roberts playing Red Wire, Blue Wire? <laughs> And man, on the road, she's a speed demon. I have never seen her move like she's on a mission before. It's kind of... awesome. But, uh... Something I... hadn't really thought about in all this excitement. Uh, Nikhil is... still... an anchorite. He wanted to destroy Odar, and I don't think sitting for years in a safe house would change his mind much about that. Sitting there with Petra, of all people, definitely wouldn't change his mind about that, especially if it only took Roberts and Chet Wickman eight hours in the cage to form that unholy alliance. But now Nikhil and Petra... They're both here. In Odar. Again. Petra, who wanted nothing more than to get out of here. She... She wants to stay here, too? She was willing to do all this? For Roberts? Is Nikhil going to be the same guy I knew? I mean... We're still going to be friends, at least. I hope. He's not going to do anything terrible to Odar while I'm still in it. Right? Oh, uh, Robert is waving me over. It's time. So he's here? Keep your voice down. And yes, I just let him and Petra know you're coming. Wait, don't step on that. Oh, okay. I kind of wish Robert hadn't woken him up. Wish I could have surprised him. Then again, I guess he's been here all this time. Years. Hiding from me. Is he even as excited as I am? Like, are we... Are we really gonna be the... BFFs? He said we could be? Like, Nikhil, you're here! You're back! You're in the safe house! Right there! You're just... A few steps away! But... Are you... Are you still the Nikhil I knew? Like, are we still gonna be... Us? I mean, there's so much I want to ask you. That I thought I would never get to ask you. I mean... 
don't you miss Mateo? Are, are you still gonna try to take me back to the future with you? You, you really fucked me up, man, and, and now I'm gonna see you in just the few seconds, and oh, I don't know if I can bear that. Uh, my chest feels like it's gonna cave in. Oh, this feels so weird. Why am I acting like this? Do you have any idea what you put me through? Do you have any idea how much it tortured me to think you were dead? All this time? Like, hell, you were dead at that time. Couldn't you have said anything? Like, you really sided with Roberts and Marquez's plan over sending me even the smallest sign that you were alright? I I don't know what I'm gonna do when I see you. I wanna hug you, and I wanna scream, and I wanna... And I want to punch you, too. Please try not to scream when I open this door. Sally freaking Grissom. You fucking asshole! I said keep it down. I think you dropped your record. Uh, Ow! Sally, that hurt! You're fucking alive! I'm gonna hit you all I want! Ow! Ow! All right, kiddos, can you please do this inside? Petra, you've got some explaining to do. In time, in... Time. In time. We've got that now. Now, get in here. We've got fried chicken. Petra's been teaching me to cook. What's with everyone in trying to calm me down with food? Oh my god, that smells amazing. Ars Paradoxica, Episode 29, Odyssey, written by Toe Zaman, with Daniel Manning, Misha Stanton, Eli Barraza, Julian Mundy, and Danielle Shamaya, directed and produced by Misha Stanton. Featuring Kristen DiMercurio as Sally Grissom, Katie Speed as Esther Roberts, Leah Peros as Petra, Ren Beeler as Chet Wickman, Arjun Gupta as Nikhil Sharma, and Tina Huang as Tanya Lamartine, with special thanks to Isabel Atkinson. Production help from Brandon Grugel, Original music by Misha Stanton and by Eno Friedman Broadman. You can hear more at enoofficial.com or at enomusic.bandcamp.com. Come find us wherever we are on the internet. Our website, arsparadoxica.com, where you find episode transcripts or grab merchandise at our store. You can also reach us anytime on your social medium of choice at arsparadoxica or at our email, arsparadoxica at gmail.com. Ars Paradoxica is made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy what we've done here, consider leaving us a nice review. And if you can pitch in anything to help us keep the lights on, go to patreon.com slash arsparadoxica and pledge to support us monthly. And finally, Ars Paradoxica is brought to you by the internet. And what happens next, you won't believe it. Next time on Ars Paradoxica. Speaking of Nikhil, it is amazing to finally have him as part of my life again. It's not about you, and it's not about me. It's about all of us, together, okay? What can I do you for? I'll cut right to it, I suppose. You work for the government, right? How are we supposed to keep any sort of useful frame of reference when tectonic shifts in history are happening under our feet every day? The world does not stop spinning because you can't catch a break. Director! You can't do this work without the black room, it seems. Who the hell is Sylvia Purebooth? Do you want me to play back the tape for you? Because you know I can't. I just... Maybe I can save her.
Yeah. 